And everybody mute. Once a week, three laddies come together from distant lands to talk about Bigfeet, Martians, Ghost, Time Travel, Chupacabras, and the Sweetwater Legend. I think we're all huge fans of the Sweetwater Legend. This is the Fortean Slip. With your host, Chris York. Say no to Quaaludes? Fuck no. Wait a minute. No. Say yes. Co-host Steve Alcorn. Take a break. Shut my camera off. Go yeah, on yeah. And sometimes special guest Matt Knapp. Just Sorry, accept it for what it is and just watch it and enjoy it. They don't know who you are. They don't know what you want. If you're looking for entertainment, you may have come to the wrong podcast. But what they do have is a very particular set of skills. There are no cows. No cows. No cows were harmed in the making of this incident. We often wish that your relationship went much like that of the praying mantis. <laughs> I thought that was a reference to everything being green. <laughs> yeah, sure you did. Carry on, gentlemen. I'm going to do something else for a little while. Wow, Steve, uh, would you like us to stop the program <laughs> so you continue to do your shit? You're about to witness the strength of creep knowledge. Howdy! Hello everybody and welcome to the 40 and Slip. This is episode 138, 37, I don't fucking know anymore. I lose track every fucking week. Uh, joining us, uh, half of the duo that was supposed to join us tonight uh we unfortunately couldn't get bronx johnny uh back on the show tonight uh is how's he doing anyway with everything uh he was mostly fine i think uh he just got to take care of his grandparents today they're getting old and they're sick on t- you know with everything yeah. going on so uh joining us chris from brooklyn do you prefer chris from brooklyn uh yeah, johnny refers to you as bk chris so either one works that that on. that kind of rings oh, like a I, burger king theme to me that i just don't I like i read the title wrong you read the t- title wrong yeah i thought we had jenny from the block oh you're horrible jesus can you just can you just fucking just go <laughs> like already jump into fucking moving traffic <laughs> let me mute by all means finish your fucking sandwich first <laughs> yeah no shit fuck it's orange it's an orange peel oh good I'm sure you get tons of sustenance from that. Um, uh, but yeah, uh, Chris, I, we haven't had you on the show yet. We've had uh, Johnny a couple of different times. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I, I heard he roped you into this. No, you asked me a while ago. <laughs> and I was going to do it. And then um, the world fell apart. Yeah. I was busy. And then the world <laughs> fell apart. And it just kind of slipped my mind. And I was going to reach out to you. And he told me he was doing it again. So I was like, oh, yeah, I'll just jump on that. Yeah. Yeah, no, and uh, I recently, because I told Matt, whenever I have, when I had Johnny on at first, Matt, Matt's, like, initial thing was, okay. Like, and then I had Johnny on, he, he could, of course, liked him. You know, he's like, ah, this fucking guy's great. 
Um, and I was like, you're gonna, you you'll definitely like Chris, uh, because you're currently working on a comic. I am. Yeah. I'm okay. No, uh, I'm working on, uh, just, well, I had, I came out with a comic last year and I'm putting out another one. I'm trying to put out another one by the end of the year. Mm -hmm. Um, it's going to be an anthology of all just ideas that I really liked that didn't deserve an entire comic. Oh. Yeah, I, I I I actually had friends in high school that did shit like that. Mm. They they would like just do like little one off things. Yeah, I think that's the best way to do it. There's a lot of work that goes into a comic book, and so it's yeah. like it, it's not really, and you don't make money at it. So it's like it's not really unless you're doing it just because you really want to get stuff out. To me, it's like something I can put out for the podcast fans and yeah. like you know we had something we sold a bunch of them at Skankfest last year. It was the first item that sold out at Skankfest. Um, so I just figure, yeah, it's like, it's just something like that. That is fun. I love comics. So I was like, let's, let's just do that. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and like I said, I had a, a bunch of friends that did that in high school. And the, what I remember about that was that, uh, my, uh, my friend Hyla, uh, who was the artist, he drew this comic, this short strip about like, if the flash was to ever run a race, and it was, you know, it was all this build up, you know, and then the Flash, like, or whoever this this superhero was that he created, that was the Flash, you know, takes off and runs straight into the bullet that they fire off to start the race. <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, they did some pretty brilliant stuff early on, mm -hmm. um, and it, and it's a lot of that indie stuff. That's the stuff that gets, you know recognition that goes places because just the stuff that comes out from marvel and dc and the, the bigger you know publishers. Well, you, don't, you don't like the new new warriors with snowflake and safe space <laughs> to your fucking christ no no i don't <laughs> i'm trying to argue with people who are like on the side of that i was like this is just if you remember bloodlines from the 90s i don't know how long you guys have been reading comics but dc did a thing in the 90s called bloodlines where they essentially were losing market share to Marvel because Marvel had all the edgy characters and all they had was Batman. So they had all these aliens come to give people powers, so they had an excuse to have edgy characters. And none of those characters are still used because they all fucking sucked. <laughs> you don't, you don't yeah. want... You don't, anytime an editor's like, here, make a bunch of characters, make them this way, it's always going to suck. If it's natural, it's fine. Yeah. And, and, and like they're running into the same type of stuff now where they just I mean, they just what they do. They just threw away the new 52 that they were doing. And now they're on to something else. And now they're like fucking they they, they want to like totally tear down Batman. Like, I don't even know. That. I, I'll tell you this. When they got rid of when they did the new 52, DC lost me because they had already rebooted the universe five years earlier. And I was like, I'm not reading the origin of brainiac again I'm, <laughs> you got, i'm just not doing it fuck you in my lifetime yeah i'm just not doing it anymore yeah but well i and like i said it was with the bigger publishers like they just throw stuff out and people eat the shit up oh it's, you know? it's crazy what like i mean marvel lost me because they had a great run marvel comics i got back into marvel comics they had a great run from avengers disassembled through dark rain and siege I don't know if you read any of that stuff. And then they just like, they did five crossovers in a year. And I was just like, if they do, an, if, if, I, if I finish the last book of this stupid crossover and they're advertising another one, I'm done. <laughs> and like, I got to the la end of fucking whatever the stupid thing with the hammers was. 
where it was all the villains, and then they just had Thor hammers. And then at the end of that, they were advertising Avengers versus X-Men, and I was like, I'm done. Yeah. No more. <laughs> I can't take it. I When I was really collecting for a, 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 a huge stint, uh, was when they were redoing the Crisis on Infinite Earths. Okay. And I got roped into buying every single fucking comic that tied into that. I was so pissed off at the end of it. Well, I remember thinking I downloaded the mega torrent of War of Light, which was the Green Lantern thing a few years ago. I was like, how did anybody read all this? It must have cost $2,000. Yeah. Yeah, I, I got to a point, and and Matt knows about about the, the the folders that you have at fucking comic book stores, where oh, they'll hold yeah. your stuff for you, and then they'll just slide in a few other things. Oh, here's something else you might like. I my bill after a while got to be so insane. I I was like, this is this is horrible. This is like worse than buying drugs. There was a comic shop when I lived in Bensonhurst. I was very happy that a comic shop opened, and I remember. I felt bad for the guy, but it was just like my budget for comic books is not more than $30 a week. Like it just can't be. And like, he'd be like, you want to check this out? He, and then like, he'd give me a recommendation. I'd check it out. He'd be like, Oh, you want the second issue of that? I'd be like, no, I didn't really like it. And he'd be like offended. And I was just like, look, I, I, I look, if I could pay to have you run this comic shop forever, I would, I just can't. <laughs> what do you, th what do you think about, uh, uh, Joe Hill going back into horror comics? Oh, he's doing like the, vault stuff uh i want to say he's bringing back like the creep show stuff isn't that what he was doing matt yeah i think so um i know i never really read a lot of horror comics uh, yeah i i i started reading joe hill because i didn't realize he was stephen king's son for mm -hmm. one like it, it just blew me i was like what i mean i've read stephen king since i was a kid mm -hmm. <clears throat> um so i picked up uh the fireman and i read that and I was hooked. And I start. I read uh, his. He has another book of four short novels. I read that too. And I started watching that Lock and Key fucking thing on Netflix. I haven't finished that yet. Mm. Uh, but he seems like he's got some some crazy ideas going on in his head. I mean, just to give you an idea, like one of the short stories I read, guy like goes parachute and goes skydiving first time in his life, lands on a fucking cloud. What do you mean? Like that's he lands on top of a cloud and can't get off of it. That's, <laughs> that's a good premise. Yeah, I mean, he's just I and mean, he throws out these really have you seen uh in the tall grass? No. Are you are, are you a horror fan at all? Or yeah, I watched um I'm more so recently, like I didn't grow up as much a horror fan, but I've gotten into it as I gotten older, largely because it's one of the few things me and my girlfriend can agree on. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, oh, yeah. Like a lot of my buddies are really like Zach Amico's really into horror. Johnny's really into horror. Yeah. So I like gotten into it because of that. But it was like never something I always watched like crime shit. And then like yeah. as I've gotten older, they don't make good crime shit anymore, but they still make decent horror sometimes. Well, uh, the true crime stuff I found I like more on like YouTube now. Well, not like true crime. Like I'm talking about like Goodfellas and shit. They don't make movies. Oh, oh, oh okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. I, I was watching stuff saying. like that, and then they don't make that kind of stuff anymore. Well, yeah. It's, well, what'd you think of The Irishman? I actually didn't watch it. I don't. Well, if you don't have out. anything to do for like 48 hours, 
Yeah. yeah. Well, here's the thing. I uh, I live in a one bedroom apartment with my girlfriend, and we're in fucking quarantine. And she's literally. I remember I suggested rewatching Deadwood at the beginning of this, and she was just like, "You always want to watch like white guys committing crimes or on horses." <laughs> she's like, "I can't fucking do it." <laughs> I can do it all day long. Yeah. Like <laughs> I mean, I can all. all all, all I ever dreamed about was fucking being a gangster. Fuck's sake. Yeah. Well, I never, I never really got like I didn't get what she was talking about. And then, uh, did you read that review that came out a few weeks ago of the woman who was just like, "I finally watched There Will Be Blood. It sucks," <laughs> which is like a crazy thing to say. But she's just like, "Yes, yeah, like all these like tropes that are for men. Like, why did like a thousand men tell me to watch this movie? It's not for women." And I was like, that's a fucking fair point. <laughs> like, <laughs> Hey, yeah. I mean. It's like fireworks are a dude thing. You know what I mean? Like certain things are just for men. Yeah. It, it, they cross over. There's obviously crossover. Sure. Like, let's not step on any of those toes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, of course, there is some. But there's just certain things that I guess just resonate oh, with, yeah. with men. Absolutely. Absolutely. I I, I, uh, I was just uh, last night, I, I flipped on the Tom Segura the new special that he just did. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> I'm sure it was great. Oh my God. He goes into the whole gender thing. I was just like, Oh, fucking thank you. <laughs> Cause that stuff is just, it, I mean, I get it. I, listen, I, I'll fucking call anybody whatever they want, but you know, Jesus Christ, don't make it a fucking law for fuck's sake. Oh Yeah. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's, that's it gets, it gets a little, it gets a little fucking wonky. Um, so I mean, you got, did you get, now you guys just had, uh, big J on, didn't you? Yeah. This week, big J was on Dan Soder was on a couple weeks back. Yeah. Cause I watched Soder. I watched the Soder episode. Love the Soder episode. He's a, he's a great guest. Oh yeah. He's, it's like, um, you don't have to do anything. You kind of just no. say a couple sentences and then just let him the first time he was on a couple months ago, uh, I think we said one sentence and then he went for 20 minutes of the funniest shit. We, uh, Johnny said that Kyle Reese was the OG incel because he had to go back in time to get some pussy. <laughs> and Soder just started going, doing Schwarzenegger voice <laughs> for an hour, cock blocking Kyle Reese. Wow. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. He, he, and he was, he was great last, last time you had him on the show too. And I'd, yeah. I'd been meaning to, um, because Johnny told me you guys were uh, had uh, were going to be putting out the uh, J Big J episode oh, yeah, yeah, this yeah. week, so I was waiting for it, and then I I did have had so much shit that just popped up the end of this week that I haven't had a chance to dig into it. But I had wanted to before I had you on the show because Big J, uh, I mean I, I I hate to I hate to shit on like a whole thing a, a comedy special, but that first degenerates. Mm -hmm. If it wasn't for Big J, I I can't find another comic in there. I mean, Joey Diaz was, I just think he was kind of off his game that one. But Big J was the only saving grace of that first Degenerates thing on Netflix. Did you watch that? Yeah, I, I, I watched some of it. Uh, that was actually, yeah, yeah, I watched the Joey Diaz one. There was, who else was on? I feel like there was one or two that I enjoyed, but the crowds were dead. And I remember Jay took uh, me off air once. Maybe it was uh, on the SDR Brad show. Williams is on there. I didn't watch uh, that one. I watched maybe Christina P. And then uh, yep. I watched the Joey Diaz and maybe one other one. I can't. But you're right. Oh, it was it was, just um, Lisa Traeger. 
I watched that one, which I, I did enjoy. But I think that because Jay even told me he was like, yo, the crowds fucking sucked. Yeah. It, whatever it, it, it reason, showed. For whatever reason, they just weren't great. And he, he was just like, he said, he was like, he was like, yeah, it was like other people like, it's like, I've done these before. It's like other people that that was their first one were very upset. Like, oh God. He, it, but he like, he brought something to the forefront for me that I think every man has been thinking about their entire life. Oh, and that is toilet paper crumbs that? in the pussy. Oh yeah. I, I, I'm telling you right now, he it's, speak the truth. My, my friend. Oh God! I, when he started talking about that, I was like, "Fuck yes!" Somebody finally is going to say it. <laughs> but yeah, yeah he is one of the thing that you just kind of like. I, I, sometimes women think that you know we don't notice. Yeah, no, no shit, right? <laughs> no, we do. Yeah, we notice. They no smell. We notice. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I, I you get to talk to some of the craziest, funny people. Oh yeah. You know, where being on that network, uh, getting to go to Skank Fest, yeah. um, you know, uh, I mean, Stanley works with wh- one of the guys who I think is one of the funniest men in radio. Oh, yeah. Bennington. Bennington is, uh, yeah. The sleeper. That's like some of the only stuff that I could play for my chick. And she's like some of the like crazier Ron and Fez stuff. Like she oh just God. came out. We were somewhere. She actually got me tickets. We were going to see her family, but like, uh, we, she got me tickets as a surprise to see UFC Utica. And so she's taking a shower. We're going to see her family, and she comes out, and I'm just giggling. And she's like, "What are you laughing at?" And I just pull my headphones out and start playing. It was the Ron and Fez Knife Club bit. Did you, did you ever hear that? Where Ron's going, "Yeah, I just worship this knife now, Fez." And he's like, "Well, you're getting real close with that, Ronnie." And he's just, <laughs> just swiping at him with the knife for 25 minutes. And I'm just giggling, and I'm just like, "This is the funniest shit." He's just uh, so funny. And Stanley, I harken, I, I harken back it. to like the uh, when he was trying to get Fez to do acid. Okay, uh, you know those bits, and yeah, just yeah, yeah. like you know, uh, just riding him for just hours on end. Well, the first time I heard that show was when Stanley was on it. It was when he first started. And I was like, oh, let me check this show out. And I think the first line I heard, I signed up for like the free subscription to Sirius. And the first line I heard was, Ronnie, I don't think babies are eating hot sauce. He goes, yeah, Fez. Then what are they putting on their oysters? (laughs) It's such a good fucking line. And I was just like, nah, I fuck with this. (laughs) And Ron can just make anything funny. Yeah, The, The man is brilliant. I, I, he can take a bag of dog shit sat in his lap and make it entertaining. That is the one thing that I love about, I I've seen, I, I've, I was, I used to listen to, uh, Opie and Anthony and Ron and Fez. I, I drove truck on the road all the time. It was just okay, yeah. constant. I was, I stared at a windshield all day long and you know, I, I just would listen to them all day long and his, his delivery. I mean, it, just amazing. And I don't listen to him as much anymore. I'll catch him every so often. You know, I, 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 it's harder for me to catch him at the time that he's on or, you know, or to go back and I've got podcasts. I listen to fucking, Hey, Joe Rogan puts out a lot of shit, Chris. Oh, <laughs> I don't listen to that much of the, I only listen to Rogan when he has somebody on that when they're on something else, I'm not smart enough to listen to. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, no, I, I know exactly. To, um, he's got that, the chick, uh, the Find My Fitness girl. What's her name? Dr. Rhonda Patrick. Rhonda he Patrick, yes. On. And I think she's great whenever she's on. It's a lot of, like, uh, very digestible information. 
But then I tried to listen to her on Tim Ferriss, and I was like, oh, I'm stupid. <laughs> I am a dumb motherfucker. Talking to a mook, and I am a mook. And now she's talking to a smart person, and it's like, oh, I guess that's not me. Like, yeah. Like, no, I, I, but I, Ron, and when he had, and when Fez was on, it was, oh God, it was gold. It, and even now, the show that he has now with his daughter, Oh, and yeah. and, I, and I've said to to Johnny before that I think Stanley is hilarious in and of himself. Like oh, yeah. the man is he is he is fucking the him the way him and Ron play off each other. It's great when he goes on like a manic tear. It's one of the funniest things. It's the hardest I'll ever laugh. Is like when he just gets into some, and I think he sees it. To me, there's one of these things where it was just me and him doing a show. Johnny was out, and I just was like. I just was doing prep for the show and I was like, there's this thing where you can make your own pizza, but it's only in Australia. And he was like, yeah, I want to talk about that. And then I, I bring it up on the show and he goes, yeah, fuck yeah. We're going to make the fucking world's best fucking pizza. Let me tell you something. You're going to love our fucking pizza so much. We're going to tour Australia. They're going to throw us a fucking parade. They're going to be like, oh, those pizza guys. And then I'm going to be like, yeah, you like this pizza? Hold on. And then I'm going to shoot my dick off. I'm going to take a gun out, shoot my, throw my dick to the crowd. And everybody's going to fight to have one little piece of my dick. It's like, okay. He's like, yeah, that's our Australian pizza tour. We're doing that this summer. Get fucking ready. And I was just like, uh, and he did that for probably 10 minutes. He just like, goes all in. Just made it funny. Just was going slow. I was just going, yeah. And then they're all cheering. Yeah. Those are the pizza bros, bro. Let's get the pizza bros. Oh, man. Let's eat his dick. Like, it just. Stanley's his shit, dude. You, you get to you get to work with some great people is what I'm saying. I mean, I, you know. Yeah. Um, it sucks that you got. They had to cancel this fucking Skankfest South, dude. Yeah. Oh my. Because I, I was talking with you right before it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you were. I think you were prepping for everything. Like you were. You were posting some stuff for it. And I was like, when I heard everything was coming down, I'm like, fuck, they're gonna cancel that thing. Yeah. It it definitely blows. I was I was looking forward to it. I mean, who knows what the energy will be like? It's supposed to be in September now. Yeah. Uh, I think that was the first thing. Yeah, they were really going to use me a lot on that one. I've been to all of them, but they don't really use me. They used me a good amount this past summer, mm -hmm. um, but less like stand up and more just like I host. I, I co-hosted Zach's show with Stanley. Me and Stanley did a trivia event. I hosted the wrestling show, but like I did a good enough job at all of those. And then like I've been doing some road stuff with Lewis. He was just like, "Yeah, we'll make sure you get spots. You're going to get nice. Paid, like come out." And I was like, I was really excited because. So you're like, doing stand up now? Yeah, I've been doing stand up. I was doing it secretly for a while, and then no I just, kidding. I wanted to get proficient. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Then, um, I'm confident enough to to do it, and it was just like, all right, yeah, give me a spot. I, it, I don't have the balls to do it. I can tell you that. <laughs> pretty, pretty easy. I'm like, uh, I, I was just watching. Uh, somebody was talking to Anthony Cumia, saying how he needs to he's basically a stand-up comedian and he basically just needs to be a stand-up comedian. He's like, I can't go up there and eat my balls like you guys do. Well, why does he need to do that? The guy's a multimillionaire. Exactly. But everybody's like, but you're basically a stand-up comedian. <laughs> so, uh, um, but yeah, I mean that you get, you get to fucking deal with those guys on quite a regular basis pretty yeah. awesome so yeah. how did you guys start high society radio because i listen i started listening to you guys way back mm -hmm. like i'm talking when it first started because i listened to johnny and chris back on ron and fez when johnny was interning 
So back, so back then they had that Saturday night virus block on XM and Stanley had just started there right about when we started doing the show, but they started giving essentially to keep interns that had been there for a while who were competent. Like Johnny is as much as he's a crazy person. Uh, I, I don't know what his skill set is now, but at the time he was very competent as far as cutting clips and produce produce producer work. Mm-hmm. He could do it, but they didn't. XM didn't have the budget to pay people, so they were trying to keep these interns there longer than their. So they started giving them airtime on the weekends if they hung out and did some work. And so Stanley uh, Johnny was supposed to do it with somebody who ended up getting fired, and so he just needed somebody else. Stanley was new. They had a good rapport, but like Stanley was kind of like iffy. He's like, I need to bring somebody in that I know I could talk to for two hours. And he kind of just brought me, I remember I was sitting in the office doing prep work for the show. Uh, A couple of days earlier, we were just putting some stuff together that we were going to then do on the Saturday. It was a three hour slot, which, you know, when's the last time I've done, I guess I did a three hour drunk show with Gomez uh, last week. But um, other than that, like to actually prep a show, it was like kind of we were just actually like getting everything down that we wanted to do. And Ron just came in and goes, this fucking asshole right here. And I just like look up and I don't know him other than having heard him on the radio. He's like, he goes, you know how fucking lucky you are? The first time you're touching a fucking microphone, you're in a live national fucking audience. You know how long I had to wait for that? <laughs> I'm looking at him like, this was your idea. I did not. Dude, he's just busting your balls yeah. like right out the gate <laughs> from the side. I didn't know he was there. Oh, <laughs> that is awesome. It's like getting a bike for Christmas, and then your dad busts your balls about getting a new bike for Christmas. Yeah. No, no, calling you like a pussy for not being able to ride it. I had to get a tetanus shot every time I rode my fucking bike. I had to steal it. No, uh, nobody so, gave me a fucking thing. So you guys did that. How long did you do it on XM? Six months, and then they told us we couldn't do it anymore because uh, some guys came to hang out and uh, I guess got seen in the hallway with a 12-pack during our time slot. Like Some of our buddies got hammered and racking like jerk-offs in the building. Yeah, that, Well, that shit was, it was notorious for that shit. It, was that at the old XM studios? Yeah, that was the better yeah. situation. Like we used, to, cause we used to just still record the podcast there, and it was super easy. And then once they moved over to Sirius they kind of were like clamped down. It was like, we get in trouble. I was like, all right. Yeah. So what, what spurned you guys over to uh, gas digital? Well, I'll be honest. A lot of that comes from, so I've been friends with Dave Smith from Legion of Skanks since I've known Dave longer than I've known Stanley. So like probably when I'm like 15, Dave, another guy who throws out some of the funniest shit I've ever heard in my life. Oh yeah. He's <laughs> super underrated. Super dude. And I'll tell you this right now, as far as a comic, I went out to, I went to two dates with him. I opened for him and Rob Bernstein twice. And I went out and this is a guy who's like, he's not doing sets around the city, man. Like that guy had an hour ready to go. And then two weeks later, we're in another city and it's better. And I'm like, you have a newborn and I know you're not, where did you work this out? He just listened to himself and was like, oh, here's how this could be better. And it was significantly better two weeks later, like an underrated comic, Dave Smith. I'll just say that. Oh yeah. Yeah. I've been friends with him for a long time. I just started hanging out with him and Lewis over when they were at Kumia's and just at the Creek and stuff. And then they were starting the network. And honestly, I don't, maybe Lewis would say something different, but I kind of think I was the only one that wasn't like, let's watch Lewis fall on his face. I was the only one who texted him was like, Hey dude, uh, I heard you starting a network. We've got 400 hours of content. We've got 
250 hours of content. Um, you don't like, I, I don't care about getting paid for the first six months. You know what I mean? Like, I think I might've been the only person who's like, yeah, I want to get down with what you guys are doing. I see the organic growth, the yeah. trajectory from, cause I would go where I was cooking when I was a chef, where I was cooking was four blocks from the Creek. So if I had to stop in on my day off, which was Tuesday, I would then go over to when Legion of Skanks was taping. Just because I had, if I had to stop in to do one thing, I would go over to Legion of Skanks because why wouldn't I go to a bar and hang out with my friends? So I'd go there, hang out, and I watched it go from just me in the audience to like 10 people to they would fill up that small room downstairs mm -hmm. to they were on the Kumia network and then I'd go hang out there and they'd be a pack, the bleachers would be packed. And I'm just like, oh, I'm just watching the trajectory of this. And like, we're putting out content. Uh, Dave came on, I, like Dave used to come on high society. Like I would just have him in this apartment. I would just like, whenever Ron and Fez would be off, I'd be like, we should put out extra content. So we'll get a number bump. Uh, and I would have Dave come over and we just do an hour, me and him. And I would just throw it out and we'd get more downloads than it would normally get because there was like, you know, whatever opiate, like all the radio shows would be off right that week so i would put i would try to put out four shows that week. dude that that's not an that's not an unsmart move yeah <laughs> I, um, I remember when i because listen i was a, i was a huge opening anthony guy like mm -hmm. i i i got an i bought an xm and i don't think i shut that fucking thing off for seven years it was on constantly like i drove women insane like with how much i listened to that shit and when they weren't on or when there was nothing else on and they were playing replays that I didn't want to hear again because I'd heard them all week on the weekends and they put your stuff, you guys' stuff on or Dr. Steve, I think was one of the other ones they yeah, put on, yeah. you know, it was great, you know? So when you had, when you do stuff like that, when other people aren't doing things and you're putting stuff out, yeah, that's a smart move. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying is like, so I already had the, um, just the relationship was starting to form with like those guys. Just like, obviously I was friends with Dave, but we started doing stuff here. We'd have a good time with it. And then I would hang out at Legion of Skanks. I was on the first episode they had with new Jack, uh, just as, uh, Lewis was fight. Oh no, it was the second one. Cause Lewis was fighting the fucking intern and new Jack was the referee, but then he couldn't cut a promo. So on like Lewis's periscope, I started cutting promos as his manager. <laughs> and I was like, let me just come in and plug the podcast. So we were already like doing some stuff. And then, like, you know, when they, it was just like a no brainer, I just like hit up, I hit up Lewis and he was like, I got to listen to a bunch of your show. And then he did. He was just like, Yeah, you guys are weird enough where this is going to work. And enough of our fans, we have a small but incredibly loyal fan base. Oh, so yeah. People were just texting, we're just tweeting oh, Lewis and Kumia every day. Why are these guys not on your network? Why are these guys not on your network? Why are these guys not on your network? Like every day. Like, wow. and it was just like, um, I think it just like kind of, that was like part of it. You yeah know? and then yeah i've been yeah i love working at guest digital i fucking i'll do i do every people get annoyed that i'm on so many shows. <laughs> somebody texts me and is like you want to come do a podcast i'm like what the okay. fuck else am i doing if i'm not doing anything i'm gonna do a podcast like fuck yeah it makes sense yeah. i mean yeah and if you're friends with those guys yeah and there's fucking naked ladies there sometimes yeah Say what oh where that, this gets your fucking attention steve hey you guys don't shut up well, I mean, you guys you know, been talking for twenty straight minutes, and I haven't had a, been been able to get a fucking word in it. What would you say? Did you finish Steve? your orange peel? I, yeah. I don't know. I just I just like naked. He just stuff. wants to point out his fucking hat. Oh yeah, check it out. What what's your hat? Oh fuck off. It's not that hat though. 
It's okay. not a bad I, hat. It's it's yeah, it's, I, it's it's the connotation. I made mm. it myself. Oh, you uh, would you put Bigfoot on there? Yeah, why not? Oh, all right. I can go with that. My shirt says I'm chock full of COVID nineteen. Oh, there you <laughs> go. Hey, I made a shirt. I made a shirt this week. I can't. I don't have it in here, but I made a shirt that said the 2020 checklist. I should. I should have sent you. And it said uh, worldwide pandemic check. Uh, uh, murder hornets check. That bitch Carol Baskin check. The last one, <laughs> <laughs> the last one was. Uh, uh zombie apocalypse no check yet so no we'll, yeah we'll we, we haven't we haven't got there yet uh but yeah uh, i saw a cop in a beaky outfit outside my window last week for the fucking mur- like, in new york you city know? yeah we can't get fucking surgical masks but you guys have be you guys just had beekeeper <laughs> outfits already i think they heard those old bees were africanized and they were like probably <laughs> they're coming yeah that, that uh, we we did a show on the I still have the graphic up on my green screen from uh, the because we did the murder hornets last week on the show, mm-hmm. um, and I'm just like people, listen, they came from Asia. People in Asia have been dealing with these things for a, a long time, dude. That was one of the first viral <laughs> metal videos. Do you remember we were talking about this on the show the other day? Um, remember they had thirty of those hornets killed like a thousand bees. To Flight of the Valkyries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was the same hornet. Yeah, exactly. They're, they're the ones that the bees try to heat up the nest to, to cook them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. Because they can't stand the high temperatures. So I was just, um, and we, so we looked up how many people have died per year from murder hornets in Asia. 70. And the number was a whopping like 20 to 30. 50 tops <laughs> in all of asia yeah including yeah. china and india well there's like, not very many people in asia so yeah. keep that in mind. <laughs> yeah yeah you know keep that yeah <laughs> understand you know very like <laughs> yeah but so i'm just like really people like we're, we're we're gonna we're gonna make more fear out of this fucking thing like i remember when i was a kid it was those goddamn uh killer bees they were coming they were yeah, coming yeah. up from south africa they were gonna they were gonna take us they were gonna we we're gonna all get stung to death and listen if you get stung by a fucking whole nest of these things yeah you're gonna have a fucking problem dude i already saw it today on the internet somebody was posting pictures of a dead one not one of those just <laughs> a regular fucking hornet but they're all freaked out like i think this might be one of the murder hornets oh, you know i was out mowing my grass and it hit me in the back of the head i'm like yeah, they found two of the things, <laughs> and like they've already traveled across the United States and pegged you in the back of the fucking head while you're mowing your lawn. There was a there was a graphic where there's like 16 different hornets, and you know this is not a murder hornet. This is because everybody thinks that every fucking bee that they see right now, fucking murder hornet. Yeah, it's it, it it's it's such and and the media plays into it so bad right now. It drives well, I think the me. reason why they're calling. <clears throat> hornets instead of what they always called them yeah. Japanese hornets <laughs> in the last three months saying you can't call it a Chinese virus that's <laughs> racist like, yeah. but they've always called these things Japanese hornets yes they the have like, or giant Asian giant Asian hornet I think is but they don't want to yeah, get in trouble so like now what else can we call it you know so we hmm. just go to murder so we just go to murder I mean yeah. <laughs> it sounds scarier it's better I mean it, it's the media man Maybe they'll start calling pit bulls like murder dogs. 
What I want to know, these things are Japanese. How the hell is there a baseball team called the Hiroshima Carp and they had murder hornets? <laughs> I know, right? Murder hornets. What are you doing? It, it seems like the obvious go-to. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Don't be scared of a carp. <laughs> yeah, go with the hornet, motherfucker. Yeah. But they're, listen, they're Japanese. They make that weird fucking hentai porn shit. It's true. So, I mean, it, it's a strange thing. Yeah. But I'll take their Godzilla movies. Oh, I will. You know, I'll take the, you know, make me some more big fucking ass monsters that come out of the ocean movies. I've been enjoying the the reboot. A lot of people don't like the reboot of the Godzilla movie. Did you like the uh, King of the Monsters? I thought it was a little, little too foggy, but the other two, the first Godzilla and Kong of Skull Island was great. Yes. Yes, I agree. Yeah, I agree. Um, And I, I am about, I want to say three quarters of the way through uh, King of the Monsters. It's all right. Yeah, it's. I just someone said that they were going to direct a Godzilla movie with no human beings in it, and I was like, okay, thank you. Yes, Mm -hmm. yes, that is the movie I would like. (laughs) Take away that human bullshit drama. I can't. I liked that Godzilla movie that they came out with, the 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 one with Brian Cranston. Yeah, that was good. Okay, what I did not like about it was the fucking kid. That had to show up at every incursion of Godzilla (laughs) across the globe that happened to be his son that was there when the Mudos or Mudo, Mudo, whatever fucking like, I was just like, really? Like, can we just have a Godzilla movie? Can we just have a big ass fucking monster? Yeah, I, I think that's what everybody wants. But or you could do it like fucking Independence Day, where it's still kind of just getting to the, you know, there wasn't that much. You know what I mean? Like Independence Day had a lot of drama, but it was still like a lot of aliens. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it outweighed it. Like, I think uh, Pacific Rim, for all of its flaws, uh, is a great monster movie. Yeah, I hate Charlie Hunan though. Hate yeah. him. Yeah, he is a he is a hard one to choke down sometimes. Mm. Although I did, I, I, I have you seen the gentleman? No, I didn't see it yet. Is oh, it good? It is so good. Okay, I'll give it a watch. I've been watching it, a lot of it, movies. It's uh, I have been waiting for Guy Ritchie to make a movie like that. I think Madonna fucked the good ability of him to make movies out of him for a short period of time. I think like him sticking his dick in Madonna did something. And then he made two Sherlock Holmes movies. Yeah, and it just and that whole uh King Arthur movie that he made. Oh right, I forgot about that piece. That he shit. defended to the fucking bitter end. I was just like, Ugh. but this the gentleman, if you get a chance, mm-hmm. fucking great movie. You know what really but, annoys me about those Sherlock Holmes movies? He was supposed to they had him attached and Vigo Mortensen attached. For a Lobo movie. And Ooh. I would have loved to see a Guy Ritchie. Maybe you don't need Vigo Mortensen, but uh, I would love to see a Guy Ritchie. I'd just like to Lobo see a movie. fucking Lobo movie. Yeah. Be great. Yeah. I'd be like, on board with that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know I, who I, Lobo is. Just go back to what you were doing. Intergalactic biker. It's like, yeah. <laughs> uh, what do you think of uh, uh, Morbius? It didn't look very good. You didn't like it? No, I don't really ever need to see. Is it? Is it also Jared Leto? Yes. Yeah. 
Yeah. Good. I think <laughs> it might be it might be all right. Uh I thought I watched Venom on HBO and it was better than I thought it would be. You, you Ven- yeah, see that's the problem. Venom is one of those movies where it's yeah, but I don't want Venom to be better than what I fucking thought it should be. Yeah, it could just be good. Like it it could have been a much better movie. I am glad that they are going forward with it. Mm-hmm. Like that they're going to make another one. They might hit uh, a stride. I always say this, like the first Iron Man movie is great, but then oh, yeah. Marvel, the next, most of that first wave of Marvel movies kind of sucked. Oh God. They, they tanked it with Thor two and Iron Man two. With Thor was kind of boring. It was all right. Iron Man two sucked. Thor two sucked. Incredible mm-hmm. Hulk wasn't good. I don't like the first Captain America movie. Like, man, those first movie. Like, just that, Iron Man was that one I actually did like. The first Captain America movie I did like. I know a lot of people like it. I just wasn't a fan. That, well, here's the thing, because I was never a Captain America fan. Mm-hmm. Like, I was never like, rah, rah, Captain America. Um, it just, He just wasn't something I was into. Mm-hmm. And when the movie came out, my son was young, and it was a 3D movie, and he wanted to see it. So, of course, I was like, of course, I'm going to take you to see it. So we went out and we saw it and I really enjoyed, I enjoyed it more, way more than I thought I was going to. Okay. And I was like, wow, that was actually a really good film. And then when I went into winter soldier, that movie, because, because well, of the first one, the, and the winter soldier, like fleshes that out after Avengers, just, it really brings it all around. Mm-hmm. I think that is that to this day, I think it's the best Marvel movie that's been made. What was great about that movie is like you almost go, how do they do another just a basic superhero movie after they did the whole Avengers thing with that big scene at the end? And it was uh, that movie was great. And then you just go, oh, yeah, just make it a spy thriller. And then you're like, oh, yeah, right. This guy. Yeah. Yeah. And it was fucking awesome. Yeah, absolutely awesome. So you told me you uh, watched the Bob Lazar. I did watch that documentary. Pretty great. I really, <laughs> he makes it the most pl- feeling like plausible that there's aliens. I feel like because he's like, yeah, look here. First of all, uh, there's proof that I worked here. They said I didn't work here. I went to these colleges. They said I didn't. You know what I mean? Like it's just like there's proof that I've been to these places. And he just- is definitely he's definitely one of those guys where it's like something is not right. Yeah, something's weird here, and. I, I, I saw him on Rogan, and that was kind of, I mean, I was like, eh. Rogan's going to uh, stop getting people high. Yeah, that is that is definitely something he needs to stop doing. People that don't smoke weed. like Well, I mean, it worked out with Alex Jones, but other than that. <laughs> oh, God. That was great. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, the, the, the whole alien thing. So we were talking about this recently, how crazy it is that we live in a time that the Pentagon has basically released videos of unidentified flying objects said they are unidentified flying objects after they said that, no, these are, they denied it at first. Well, they said the same tapes were hoaxes, right? Yes. Years ago. At first they, they denied it at first and now they've released them. And now they're saying, yeah, no, no, they're real. We lit. We're living in a fucking time where the Pentagon released this shit. They're saying it's real. They're not saying it's aliens, but they're saying it's real. And we're all just like, oh, all right. Like, it's, I can't believe it. I figured, like, fucking, like, everybody would be going crazy if the government ever did this shit. But it's just like, oh. They didn't say the aliens were real. You know, they just released some tapes. Well, it is a a massive turnaround from what they normally do, though. 
Yeah, and the, and what crazy. and what's shown on those tapes is some strange shit. I mean, have you have you looked over that, Chris? I've seen. Uh, I watched one or two. It's like the Tic Tac thing, right? Yep. Yeah, I've seen that one. I didn't watch all three of them. Um, but it is a yeah. I mean, it's a crazy thing. But again, it's like it's like anything else. It's not like, dude. I remember seeing a story on the news that they just never followed up on, where it was like just this big metal thing in fucking upstate New York, and nobody ever talked about it again. Like that, like a thousand people saw. Big metal thing. Yeah, just like they saw it in daytime, and like they just it never got talked about on any news program again. I know there was Channel Five News. I know there was one over what was it? Chicago O'Hare? Is it maybe Mm. that? It. I was a kid. Is that the one where they like there was so many people that saw it? It was over the airport. Yeah. 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 And and then there was there's the one in that happened in Africa where all those kids saw it. Hmm. And that's another one that's kind of creepy because, like, the kids all describe the same shit. What's that one? I don't know that one. So it's, it's been, been a long time school. since. Yeah, it happened at a school. These kids were outside playing, like, recess type thing, whatever. I want to say there was, like, a teacher slash monitor outside, too, yes. that saw kind of saw something but didn't see everything. Mm-hmm. Wasn't it, like, a private school where, like, Rich people's kids went. Yeah, rich important kids, yeah. people, political yes. figures, and stuff like their kids were going there. And they saw. I want to say they just did. They see it land. Yeah, they saw well, it in the sky, and then like go down behind some trees, and like supposedly, like some of them saw like an alien being or something, and had telepathic <laughs> communications with it, and they like went inside and drew all those pictures. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Afterwards. Yeah. You know, yeah, they, we did just recently do a show on this thing. A while ago, dude. Not that long ago. It was a while ago. You, you got to realize we go through a lot of topics, Steve. Yeah, we do. A lot of topics. There's a lot <clears throat> of crazy bullshit out there. See, I'm almost more interested in, like, if, like, a bunch of poor African kids were like, we saw a UFO, I almost take that because they see so much crazy shit. They have no reason oh, to yeah. make shit up. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, I'm almost like, yeah, all right, I'll fuck with this. Like, I believe you. Like, yeah, yeah I, I, that one was one of the more believable stories that I've heard in a, in a while when that came out. Um, there's that one, like I said, the Chicago O'Hare one that I've heard of. Uh, the Phoenix Lights. That's another one which everybody says is flares, but I saw something very similar here. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm not saying that it was aliens. But I saw something very similar here in Maine when I was when I was young. Hmm. Looked very much like the Phoenix Lights. But I, I, I don't know. I'm one of those people where I don't know. It could be fucking anything. It could I, be experimental I, I, crap. Can I ask a question, Chris? Sure. Why is it that Katie's in the chat and not on the show tonight? She wanted to take a break this week. Oh, so she got in the chat instead? Yeah. That doesn't make sense. She wanted to be like a regular listener. You gotta understand, Chris. Katie was like a fan turned our producer, so she's still like to listen to the show. Is that because even uh, though she's on it, we did a contest. Yeah, yeah, we did a fake contest because we had an asshole (laughs) who kept bugging us to be our. By the way, speaking of asshole that who wanted to be our producer, yeah, Alan, if you message me one time more telling me how fat I am, I come (laughs) to your fucking house. 
I beat the living snot out of you. Wow. I don't I get a message at least once a week from that asshole. About don't how fat you sweetwater are? legend. How fat I am. Yeah, Sweetwater Legend is legendary. I'm not even that fat. Well, I gained, you know, I was trying to You be put on some pounds, Steve. Feet. Let's face facts. Yes, I did. Quarantine has not done done you well. So, so, so what made you deep dive into a fucking Bob Lazar doc? Uh, I just need stuff to watch, man. I'm fucking, there's nothing going on. I was just like, I threw stuff like that on when I'm like working out and I'm just like, oh, this, and I feel like if I'm watching stuff like that, like if I'm doing something else, it won't like alien stuff creeps me out. If you just show one of those big heads and play it, meow, 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 <laughs> I won't sleep that night. I'll need to get good and drunk, but like something like him where he's just like, kind of like, I just I remember hearing about the documentary and I was just first of all that documentary was terribly made. I was just like just let this guy talk. Like what are we doing with the stylized horseshit? Like you're just making it look uncredible, but like um it just I it I just I remembered about it and I was like, "Oh right, that's on fucking Netflix. I want to hear more about what this guy has to say because he's not going, yeah, I saw the aliens, they're real. He's I got probed in this and that. He's just like, "Look, all I know is I worked on an aircraft that shouldn't exist." And to me, right. that's way more interesting than some of the other. Like, I don't care about your abduction story. Like you saying that you worked on a fucking craft with an element that wasn't supposed to exist that now they've been able to manufacture. Like that's fucking insane. And just the fact that they disappeared you. Yeah, his story is very, very strange. There's an element one fifteen. Yeah, is that? Is, yeah, I think it's element one fifteen. And they. And everybody suspects that the reason the government hasn't come after him is because they think he has it. Like, that's like one of the big theories is that they, they oh, won't. That's why go, he hasn't been killed. Right. Is because he has it. <clears throat> but now they've come out and say, said that it exists. Uh, yes. Yeah, so that's a reason, weird. So, yeah. They don't go after Bob Lazar is because for all these years, we all looked at him like, okay, he's a crazy motherfucker. You know, and so it. Doesn't yeah, they they do it. They do enough of discrediting people over the yeah. years. Like, I mean, we we've said it many times. It takes a certain type of person to get into UFO, Bigfoot, uh, ghost research because you're going to be ridiculed if you do it, or if you have any interest in it. Like, it's just there's a. a I mean, I I do this show where I I'm not even a full-fledged believer, Chris. Like I'm one of those guys that's on the fence. I like the topics. I like to talk about these things, but because I do this show, I have a whole section of my family that fucking just is like, you believe in Bigfoot and shit, man. <laughs> you know, that's what I get when I go there. You know, I get that and, and, and I get it. You know, it's like, ah, you believe in that hokey shit, you know, but it takes a, a certain type of person to like really, you know, stick it out. Lazar is stuck to his story. Yeah. It hasn't changed. It in, hasn't or, changed at all. Yeah. You know, and that's my thing with it. Like he's not one of those guys who came and went or like his story got debunked and then it's gone. Like he's, he's been here. He's here. The, I think there's something to be said for his story. Yeah. It's super interesting. Yeah. Just I agree. Overall. And I agree with you about the doc that the doc was made horribly. And the guy that made that documentary was also with him on Rogan and fucked that interview up too. Oh, really? I don't remember. I don't remember the Rogan episode that much. Yeah. He wouldn't shut up. 
Oh, yeah, because he's like, yeah, just a verbose fucking filmmaker douche. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it just, I would have much preferred if Rogan had just talked to Bob Lazar. I don't think you would get Bob Lazar to do it. I, for whatever right. reason, there's like a couple of guys he trusts that he talks to. And who knows? Maybe that is that is the indication that it's fake, that he'll only talk to four people. You know what I mean? Yeah. The fact that he won't talk to Joe Rogan, but he'll talk through this proxy of a guy we see isn't a very talented filmmaker. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately. Because, I mean, you've got an interesting character on your hands. Yeah. I mean, just overall, I, I didn't know that he got arrested for running a brothel or helping start a brothel. And I was just like, that kind of makes me believe him more. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, he, 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 like I said, his story hasn't changed. You can look up the stuff about him in certain, you know, like there's, there's like, isn't there like news articles about him? That's, yeah. Well, that was the main thing was the uh, local news was the first ones that profiled him. Right. Well, I, I want to say that there, like there was like no like there was notices of him like in the area at the time like because like you were saying they tried to like th it seems like they've tried to erase him like take him like out of the history of things like you know like you were saying his college history and the fact that he even worked there but yet he can go there and tell you where things were and are yeah but they found him in like um. Uh, a, an employment registration like they yep. had like a list of all the employee, employees at los alamos and he was like yeah see like i clearly worked there like it's there there's a photo of him like it, yeah it's, and that's what's crazy the, the funny thing is is like when people say like so like if i went when he goes all right it proves that i worked there so that's all that you need to know like the fact that i say i went to this school even if i went there if I went there or didn't, how does that change the fact that I worked at this place that there's evidence of? How do I I can't just work there without a college degree? Where's my college degree? Right. Right. And 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 if like if you listen to him, and, and I don't know, I'm not like I said, I'm just a fucking dumb fuck. But if you listen to him, he sounds like a guy who knows what the fuck he's talking about. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, he doesn't sound like a dumb son of a bitch that's just making up a story. Well, there's videos of him building fucking rocket cars. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's it's not like he's just some fucking dumb asshole. It, it is. A, it's, it's it's a weird story. It's and I, I I it's one of those stories where I know we're never going to get to the bottom of it. Hmm. Like that's and that's the thing that I think that that draws me into all of this. Uh, the other shit that we do is that I'm just like, I'm never going to get to the fucking bottom of it. You know, so let's just talk about it and see if we can't have a few fucking laughs in the process you know because the stuff we talk about on a regular basis chris like uh let's see uh, uh teleporting bigfoot mm. um i want to know about that th yes there's a whole no, you don't oh yes no no we're, we're gonna <laughs> no, go down that road no, Steve. Don't oh, do yeah. it. there is a whole group of people uh -huh. um in the pacific north northwest chris that you can look up um and they believe that uh bigfoot has come here through an interdimensional portal mm. um to heal us and uh his name is zorth um one of them. And, oh one of them yeah he's the leader they're not all uh, zorth. oh that's, i'm sorry steve um so uh yes zorth is their leader mm -hmm. and uh and and uh dr matthew johnson i prefer to call him magic johnson um 
he has uh, supposedly facilitated bringing these creatures through by using a device that we think is like a toaster and a magnet <laughs> and something else with some duct tape. Wait, do you guys have a picture of it? Can I see? I, I really am very I, interested. I, in I, can, I, 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 I can probably find it. Somewhere. Katie, if you can find something about the uh, um, I have Dr. The Johnson bullshit. Picture. You do? Somewhere. Somewhere. So like because some I was con- this is a licensed family therapist, by yes. the way. Oh, yeah. For real. <laughs> oh, oh, yes. Child, that, that's child the greatest thing about it. Child psychologist. He's written Making these claims. On child psychology. Writing books about it. Wow. You have to go. Like, you know how they have those, like, shitty, like, sideshow attractions? Like, go to the house of gravity, you know, where you can, like, roll a ball uphill and stuff like that. He says that you have to like go to one of those places and like charge up in energy <laughs> before you can open one of these portals to another dimension that allow Bigfoot to come through. And he uses like a flashlight or some shit. What? Uh, yes. It's not a we are not we're not bullshitting you. And it like Bigfoot like, like healed his dick shit. or some shit. What's what's that? Sounds like some John Smith gold plates shit. <laughs> it's well, we yeah. uh, we consider this a cult. I mean, because the oh, followers. Oh my god! And they, so people actually like there, so... there are people who believe this. Yes. Yeah. Oh, fuck yeah! Oh, yeah, vehemently. And they will. They if you try to people are like five uh, guys. Uh, no, there's more than five for sure. There's more than five. There's a there's there's a good group of people that believe in this, and they wow. they uh, they follow him around. He has like his little uh, get-togethers. Yeah, it's it gets crazy. And we and we've often said like this stuff so mimics cult like behavior, like fucking Jim Jones shit. It gets freaky super fucking quick. Well, it's like anything. I think it's like anything else. It's like once you've invested in something and people call you a crackpot for it, the tendency is to dig your heels in more and to get the. Uh, I'm just is talking that about what the- Johnson's doing. Is that what we've missed all this time? <laughs> yeah, but you know what I mean. I was talking to, I was just talking to uh, James Lindsay about this. He's one of these all this stuff about um, social justice warriors. He does. He, he's the guy who did the grievance study hoaxes. Mm-hmm. I, I just talked to him. Yeah, uh, yeah, I know exactly who you're talking about. He he published them, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just did yes. an hour and a half interview with him last week, and um, we were just talking, and and I was he, I was just like he he goes people. I was talking about I commend him for not because he's not a right wing guy. At all, and I commended him for not becoming full all right. Because I talked to that guy, uh, Michael Rechtenwald, who was uh, he was the he was the NYU professor who got outed as uh, having a Twitter account where he was saying like transphobic stuff. It was like he got like, it was like a weird weird thing. But this is a guy I talked to early on. He was like, "Look, I was just venting on there because of the things on campus." He's like they call me a right wing guy. I'm a communist. And he was like telling me how he's a left wing communist, this and that. But like I follow him on Twitter, and he's just becoming full-on alt-right personality because that's where the positive feedback has been coming for this two years since he's been mm-hmm. ostracized from his former life. So, like, I could see, like, if you get into the teleporting Bigfoot shit and all your friends are like, you're a fucking idiot. You're just like, well, I guess I'm <laughs> all in now. These are my only friends. This is what I got. Yeah, this is I it. I, I really think that has a lot to do with it. You know, you, you find a community. You find well, that makes a lot of sense. I mean, especially you know, his certain types of, uh, or type of personality because he started out as just a witness. He, uh, 
came it's forward saying thing. that he had a sighting while he was hiking with his family, and it was just a regular like I saw something that matches the Matt, description of what people Matt, call Bigfoot. Hold on, you forgot that he cried every time he told the story. Oh yeah, well, yeah. We saw the big show. Yeah, so like <laughs> that's how it started out, and he got on TV, and he got to tell a story, but then he was just like thrown in the pile with the other people that have seen Bigfoot or claim to. And he wasn't getting any attention that way. So eventually yeah. he he just kept on uh, growing and growing and growing in his expertise on the subject until eventually it took a hard left turn and uh, at Albuquerque the route that it did. Yeah. Oh my God. That's great. And, 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 and understand this is he's still a practicing psychologist. How would it, oh. I mean, people can't like I have friends who are lawyer or personal injury lawyers who won't do a roast battle. They're like comics. They won't do a roast battle because they're just like, imagine you Google your fucking personal injury attorney and you see a fucking video yeah. of them calling somebody a homo or something. <laughs> like you're just like, even if you think I'm competent, you just don't want to be associated. You know what I mean? Like it's just right. Like, it's just not a good look in front of a judge. Yeah, and and this guy just keeps doing. And people, as far as we know, he's still practicing. Well, you have like, the yeah. other side too. Mm -hmm. You know, we always talk about that pendulum swing. You have the other side that is so pissed off at the bullshit that he says. People have like, oh yeah, called you know uh, the whatever it is the psychologist association of the state he lives in, and like reported him. You know, like. This guy's crazy. You need to jerk his license. And like, he's been investigated and stuff. Like, but as long as he's not, ruin his life. as long as he's not giving bad advice or violating laws, I'm sure they can't just yeah. gang his license for being a lunatic. Yeah. Which you'd and think. Like, if you're taking your kid to see the guy, like, I don't know. I think I would look somebody up on the internet. Yeah. At least a quick, yeah. Kid too. quick Google. Yeah, check, and like that guy would show right up. So, like, imagine I, I just, like, you walk past like uh, you know how like people like leave books out, right? Yeah, in the street. Then <laughs> you're just walking pa past a stack of books people have left out on the street for people to take a look at, and you just flip one crazy Bigfoot book over, and it's your therapist. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is this? What is going on here? This Wait, man talks me down. I'm really, I'm really not worthy of love. What is this? <laughs> I have to. I have to pray to Zorth. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I love that Zorth. I love. I love the idea that the reason why nobody has found Bigfoot is that he just teleports. Yeah, he just, yeah, yeah. This, this being, we haven't found him. What do you mean he teleports? Stupid. Well, it started. Do they still? It started out as that they could. Uh, they were like the predator. Okay. In, in the, the, in the predator movies, that they be, could could become invisible. Mm -hmm. I found. Then, what is, is this? Uh, all right, hold on. Is that the portal, Steve? That is the original that, portal photo. That, yeah. That's the original portal photo. That Ooh. is a red flashlight. <laughs> <laughs> you call it Wait. portal. I call it red flashlight. I call it. Was it, just a, it was just a hairy prostitute. No, so <laughs> back when this all came out, I was working on a comparison of stalactites and stalagmites in a cave, and I'm pretty certain that's what that is. Okay. But yeah. I'm not 100%. 
But it doesn't it, it kind I, of oh, I think I actually had the real cave because I I had the computer. I never did put it out to release it. A cave. I, I thought that was somebody's ankles wearing a pair of Crocs. I thought that was like no, his feet underneath a bench. Yeah. I don't think it's his feet. Wow. Yeah. It, actually, be, I think that's I mean, exactly what it little, is. You could see I think that's right him there. standing in water and the photo is taken underwater with a red flashlight shining in the water. You know what? It could be. Yeah. It could be. Hmm. Does he wear Crocs? He looks that's like what the we need guy that would wear Crocs. If he wears Crocs, then that's another red flag on this guy. Big foot exactly. Mario Patel. And then, of, course, <laughs> uh, of course, this is what, oh, if it ever comes up. Oh, what do we got now, Steve? The picture of the, the creature that came out of the thing. Have you tried to get this guy on the show that writes these books? Oh, oh he would no. never come on. Anyway, he, this picture right here. So here's, here's the thing. Oh, that's the picture of the, the actual guy. yeah the bad guy that came out of the so there was good ones and bad ones right yeah ah. yeah this so that's, that was one. one of the bad ones yes, that's the guy right good. it looks like the monster uh from uh, johnson johnson's probably a from, the, from the fucking daffy duck cartoons <laughs> yeah what was his name yeah. herman? Tunes. herman the monster there you go this is the guy that we're talking about right here yeah that's matthew johnson right there mid cry i believe mid cry yes yeah mid cry he looks like he fails at running for like a libertarian seat for Congress constantly. Yes. <laughs> he has that look. He, uh, Rogan interviewed him, actually. Oh, really? Really? Uh, he's, well, wait a minute. Show. Here's the, oh. he is the reason why Rogan does not believe in Bigfoot anymore. That's <laughs> yeah. I am dead Rogan's serious. Dream. <laughs> he, oh, was the, it for the sci-fi show? Yes. Yeah. The minute that Johnson started talking about Bigfoot and portals, Rogan was out. <laughs> so Matthew, okay, you can stop sharing my screen. Now. Oh, I can stop sharing your eBay stuff. Yeah, you asshole. But it doesn't um, sound, so, it sounds like when you play like superheroes with a kid who's just like, well, now I'm bomb proof. Well, now I'm fucking everything proof. <laughs> yeah, why can't he Bigfoot? Because he's invisible, like the Predator. It's like, well, we used infrared. Well, he could teleport too. Stupid. Yeah. So speaking these, of children, these, speaking these of children, psychic. what Matthew what? Johnson tied his own child to a tree as Bigfoot bait. Nice. Oh yeah, I remember that video. I kid you fucking not. <laughs> yeah. Now it may have been a joke, but I'm not certain it was. And, and I mean, we've been we've been watching this shit for so long now, Chris. Like, we, when we first got into this, we were dealing with the uh, uh, the Justin Smeha story. What's uh, that? Uh, uh, this was a gentleman who supposedly shot a Bigfoot mm -hmm. in Northern California. Mm -hmm. And then uh, shot a couple of baby. Did he shoot two baby Bigfoot, or just the uh, one? one? Just one. No, he didn't shoot. Well, yeah, one. And he killed. Supposedly, he killed it, and it rolled down into at at his feet. Turns out he was just holding his wallet. Pretty much. <laughs> um, <clears throat> turns out it was probably just a big bag of shit. Uh, and the whole thing, like you start delving into these stories you get under the surface just a little bit mm -hmm. and there's very few of them that have any credibility now you're aware of the uh the patterson gimlin footage the the, the that that famous oh, yeah. bigfoot footage you know okay everybody's aware of that so now recently we're dealing with this whole thing where everybody believes yeah that one steve we everybody believes not everybody believes, but there's this group of people that believes that there was this Bigfoot massacre that took place the day that that was shot. The rivers ran red with by, 
ran Wait, red with blood. So that, that 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 the creature shown in the film is the lone survivor. Yes, <laughs> of a whole group of them that were gunned down. Yes, by, by the, the the hands of the men that filmed it, and like yes, it, they, they brought the, in bulldozers into the area and covered it all up. And yeah, there's just this, this is what people thing. do. Chris, why would they have... cover up? Because it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> But even right. the government doesn't need to cover up Bigfoot. I understand why you want to cover up aliens because you might have some shit that other people want. But like, there's no reason for anybody to cover up Bigfoot because if you kill Bigfoot, you're just rich. Yeah, like, you, you literally are just rich. Like nobody would cover up a Bigfoot thing. <laughs> like, okay, so here's my take on it. Like, if they killed all these other Bigfoot, why did they let that one go? And why did they release the footage <laughs> they, of it? They must have ran out of ammunition. That's, That's got to be it. And we why was it just one bullet? This box. <laughs> yeah. Damn it! Why was Shit. okay? So Damn all you, these other, all these other Bigfoot are being killed, and she's just randomly strolling across the fucking. Yeah, I mean, she's, she's just watching. She's just she's just like watching him. Just. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's not a runner's yeah. stride at all. Well, then there's the then there's the angle that the reason that they didn't bring any of the bodies forward was like because they thought once they got a good look at one that they were too human and they mm. were afraid that they'd be charged with murder, but uh, they show the film with that one. That does not look like a fucking human to me. <laughs> oh my God. We just killed all these Sicilians. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. So I figured it out. Uh, okay. Matt. Anybody who says they shot, you know how to tell their, their line. If they say they shot Bigfoot, right? They say they shot Bigfoot. Right. I mean, yeah. it's fucking, At I this mean, point. There hasn't been any credible evidence that anybody's ever shot. Ever. Yeah. And, and that's kind of like what, what got us <laughs> going into this. The the whole I thing in the beginning was that damn fucking Justin Smeha thing, though. With that, I shot yeah. Bigfoot. Well, you were part of that whole fucking story. It was fun. Oh, was. God. But yeah, and then that... It, so we just uh, just decided to start, you know, talking truth about the shit mm. instead of, you know, placating to everybody's bullshit that was out there. Because most of the most of the shows, if you, if you if you listen to any of like the Bigfoot podcast or UFO podcast, they just suck the dicks of whoever comes on. You know, yeah, yeah, rah rah rah, and that's why we can't get people like Matthew Johnson on oh, because somebody will be nice to him. Right, because mm. we will ask the tough questions, mm. and we've had people on that we disagree with, and we and and we've been decent with them. You know, we'll have a decent conversation, but oh, none of them want to have it. That's the thing. Oh, yeah, it's a very. I'm sure it's a very strict worldview. You know what I mean? Like it just. Well, yeah, a, a flat earther is not. I mean, some flat earthers would come on here and debate, but. Most flat earthers aren't going to want to come on a show that is doesn't believe in the flat earth. Yeah, that's, I suppose. Yeah, that makes sense. You know, and so we deal with a lot of that. Like, there's a lot of guys that we'd love to have on the show that will not do our show. Like uh, Jeff yeah, Melvin. Just like, look, we'll 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 let you get your ideas out there to people oh, who don't necessarily believe. Oh, I've 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 tried that shit. Really? <laughs> yeah, they they they're really particular. Hmm. really particular about where they will go, there, who they will talk to. There was a listener who actually uh, bitched about it. And we were like, okay, we'll get them on here. 
Yeah. Get, get this whole list of names on here. And he tried. <laughs> like everybody like turned him down. Well, because I'm sure all of those guys go on these other shows and they go, I'll go on uh Hannity. I'll go on. They won't have me. <laughs> like, well, we'll, we'll have, we don't agree with you. We'll have you. We have an audience. Yeah. I, I and I, I, I you know, I would de- I would gladly debate any of these guys on, mm-hmm. you know, or or have a discussion. You know, I mean, there have been people who have turned me around on some things. I mean, it's not it's very rare when it comes to stuff like this, but it happens. It's not always that I'm just like, well, yeah, like, what's an example of some because like I don't think there's anything anybody could say to get me to believe a flat earther. Oh, no. flat earth. No, that fuck that. No, that even I couldn't get turned saying, around on. The, the thing that's even crazier is when some of them start saying that the earth is more like an ice cube tray and there's other worlds near it. I'm like, you're even crazier now. I believe. Oh, yeah. It gets like, it gets it gets so fucking wacko. Yeah. Like, with the flat earth. I can't even do it. Like my son and I sat here for uh, wh- however long that god awful dog shit documentary about the flat earth is long. We sat here just saying that these people should just breed themselves into their own extinction. <laughs> like just let give them all an island to live on. <laughs> And let that let that gene pool just drop to fucking zero. Yeah, it's got to be. I I I don't know how people. It's like the people who drank fish tank cleaner because the president said something about a chemical or a a drug that might be in that. Yeah, but we already went through the flatter thing, and let them drink it. What's next? Are people going to be like burning people because they think they're witches? They did that. We already did the flatter thing. We already Why is it witches. coming back? I don't. I don't think we're bringing back the Salem witch trials. That's the direction it's headed, though. In some cases, yes, I agree with you. With with some of the shit, yeah. But I mean, hey, this is a, it, it. It's it's a world of bullshit now. Yeah. Every every time you turn around, what 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 do you hear? More bullshit. That's all I hear nowadays. I can't even, I, I barely will turn on the fucking news nowadays. I don't know about anybody else, but I won't. Like, I I, I give myself what little news I want. Yeah, I'm on a restricted news regimen since 2016 myself. Yeah, you have to. Yeah. Like, you, there's just so much bullshit that you can't, I can't deal with it, deal with it anymore. I had to, I had to. I had to unplug from that because I, you know, and then I take in all of this fucking dog shit and, you know, talk yeah, but about this is it. like a hobby. That's different. Right. This you is know, different. This is different. Really but think that, news consumption is a hobby. That's just something you're supposed to be d- to do to be an educated member of society. Right. But the problem is, is that this stuff pisses me off. Like, so I'll get about it. I'll get. Yeah. So I do a show about it. I like I'll get really upset about like these fucking idiots. Because uh, okay, so because I I'm kind of passionate about the Bigfoot phenomena. All right, so you I, believe I, that Bigfoot is real? I I am leaning more towards the fact that it's real than I am that it isn't. Mm-hmm. That's what I'll say. Uh, because I know of people who I believe have had very credible accounts. Okay, <clears throat> one of which is in the room. Well, not, me. not in the room, but in the. On the show. I heard one once. Shut up, Steve. <laughs> so I, you know, 
I want to believe that's a phenomenon I want to believe in, mm -hmm. you know, but there's so many people that destroy any chance of that being a credible field of uh, research. Like it's, it's looked at with such mockery. I see. So, so, okay. So that's the real issue with it is. So to me, it's like, I never really had much of an opinion on the Bigfoot thing. Right. Right. So particularly like, I like to talk about like aliens. I'll talk about some other metaphysical stuff, but like, uh, Bigfoot, it was just like, yeah, it's just a big ape. Now I'm more interested now that you tell me he could teleport. That's pretty dope. <laughs> but, uh, I never was super interested in it. It never really made sense to me. But then I guess I, I do realize like, yeah, I guess if people want grant money to study this sort of thing, then that makes sense. If you're just completely shitting on it and it's quackery, that completely makes sense to me. Then. Why you yeah. Do well, that, that and that's like, I don't want people to go out there and do bullshit research. Mm -hmm. Like if you're going to go out and do research, do research. But the, the problem by and large is the, the people that go out, they're backyard researchers. Even our best, even the guys who we consider the best are doing it just as a hobby. Yeah. Doing it just as a hobby. So that that's, so when it, when it's like shit on or like people just kind of like fuck with it, it it's like, Oh, you fucking idiots. Like, cause you know, maybe there is, there is a possibility that there is a bipedal ape in North America. Mm-hmm. That there is that possibility. I'm not, and I'm not saying that it is for sure, but I'm saying that it is a possibility. Well, that would be that would be really fucking cool. There's like no regulation to it, of course. I mean, why would there be? There's not going to be, mm -hmm. not to be expected. But it's like you've got people that are seriously trying to find out the truth about something, but then you have to include all these other people who are just fucking crazy or looking for attention or something and coming in and like fucking it all up and like that's all considered from the outsider's perspective they're all the same group of people mm -hmm. you know so you've got the people who are like i think this is an undiscovered primate of some kind along with the people that are like these are interdimensional beings that can turn invisible mm. and it's you know a, a constant conflict and there's just no way to get anywhere with it or any sort of credibility. And then you've got people, you know, crabs in a bucket trying to climb over each other to get the most attention and get the spotlight and get the notoriety for nothing because outside of this world, like nobody gives a fuck. Yeah. Nobody gives a shit. Like where are you going with it? But they continue to try. They continue to strive to be the most important person out there. Mm. A lot of them, I think are feeling a, social voids in their life oh uh, yeah well you you're you're a member of a community and you're seen in in that community as a hero to some people right no matter what somebody that's important is. i mean yeah. we've all we've all been in that position i mean matt you run a show people look up to you it, uh, the, even the crazies people look up to them you know so hey i'm important now so now I well, you get got a microphone in front of you that means you that means yeah. you, you you speak the truth same same with I mean, you know i do another podcast for the ebay and amazon stuff and people think i'm some sort of fucking expert i'm no fucking expert i just sell shit you know just because i got a microphone in front of me it's the same yeah. concept it's, it's amazing what people how much people will put stock in that you know you talk to them like for a little bit and all of a sudden they think that you you know you you have some like 
amazing I'm powers of perception or something. Just because you you made a joke one day, and Matt, uh, you know, I kind of run with the joke and made a hat. People fucking offer to buy this thing because they think it's some sort of special thing. It's a fucking nuts. So sell the fucking things, you moron. Oh, yeah, I plan. No, I'm going to. (laughs) Sell them fucking things. Oh, you know I've been working on that, man. Jesus. I'm just saying, it's it's a mentality that because we are, we put ourselves out there. You know, and and same with the, all these people in the Bigfoot world who are fucking nuts. They put themselves out there, so somebody else is going to latch onto that. That's it. I mean, that's a whole thing. It's a community thing. Yeah, and it it's it just it was one of those things where it kind of it it uh it rang true with us for a while, and then we got we got so uh what's the word I'm looking for? Just Jesus. uh we got so sick of it all really mm. like we, we i mean we've been doing this show now for uh almost seven years and i just like i mean when the stuff comes a- across now it's just like really like what the fuck is this new thing what, like this year when the stuff with the 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 ufos was released from the pentagon that was really cool like that was like, all right, this is kind of cool. This is neat. But the, but like the reaction to it, uh, by the people to it was just like, yeah, whatever, you know, no, I think it's just that it happened right now. Exactly. Like people were, but people were even, but people were talking about it. Oh yeah. You know for, what I mean? Like it's it, like, it, uh, it had its heyday, I think, but I think the Pentagon waited to release it until oh, it was like, you know, yeah, here's this thing. <laughs> yeah. But, like this. I mean, people were talking about it, but it was like people weren't realizing what was actually being said, what was happening. Hmm. You know, yeah, this like, is I the first really, time that the government has been like, yep, that's what it is. I mean, the, the whole Project Blue Book thing, there was a few unknowns, but they didn't really, it wasn't the same thing. This is fucking straight for the fucking Pentagon. Yeah. Uh, that's a That's a whole different... The thing that I the thing that gets me with that one is the the air, the pilot says that the whatever they were tracking was actively jamming their radar, and that that was really fucked up. And that and, the Pentagon says yes, this happened. Yes. Yeah. Well, see, that's that the thing. Uh, you you have the video footage that you know the news has shown and everything, but then there's also all this other information that was being recorded that has record of these things happening at the same time. They have the radar logs, you know, they have the communications between networks and stuff where like that supports all this. There's more to it than just the video. Right. So there's no chance of it just being like mistaken identity or like, you know, a bug on the screen or whatever, you know, people are trying to say to debunk it. But I just read an article from Rolling Stone uh, with Tom DeLonge about it. And well, that's the other thing. Like, who the fuck thought that Tom DeLonge was telling the fucking truth? Well, now he's taking full credit. (laughs) Well, he is Pentagon coming forward. He's taking he's just like, fuck it. When that came out, Chris, did you believe that Tom DeLonge was like on top of shit? No, no, nobody did. (laughs) I'm still not sure. I think he got fucking lucky. I mean, that's about it. I mean, I've never put any. You think he just got handed something? I think he just got. Yeah. It was released. He released it at the same time that it was being released by the news media. So it wasn't like he got it. 
it he was like he's, it out there he's just getting credit. Yeah, he got he he just uh, put it out real fast. And but now I've he's saying that the credit. only reason the Pentagon has admitted to anything and come forward is because of him, because he held their feet to the fire. And I'm That's like, right, blink one eighty. Here's, yeah. what, here's what chill out, man. Here's what people forget though. <laughs> This isn't the first time this has happened, you know, and people don't realize that. it It falls perfectly in line with a Mexican incident several, a, a decade ago or more, you know, so in the 90s sometime. Or, you need or to come up with another term than a Mexican incident for that. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. Did I just. Yeah. Like almost did I just, yeah I, 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 I can't accept that on the show, Steve. A southern, <sighs> you know, a south of the border. No, that. No. That's, bad. that's worse, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, what? Mm. Yeah. Now, why don't you work on that for the next I'll show? Let murder UFO. <laughs> yeah. yeah go. No, but very the the videos are almost. I mean, they're similar. Very similar. Central American kind of UFO. Thing. They were also being. I think they were. Their radar was also being jammed. Same exact thing. Mexican Air Force. When do the radar? They're blindfolded so they could hit the pinata. You know. Yeah. That's how they fly, Steve. <sighs> what if we have like a plague of rape crickets though rape Ooh. crickets yeah Ooh. I, i'd rather deal with them as long as they're not from the moon i think you're good <laughs> <laughs> well how big would these rape crickets be because that makes you know big enough to rape you ever seen that movie mimic yeah. <laughs> what are they raping <laughs> it's important to know what are they raping well, what are the hornets murdering? People? Yeah, I don't know. Well, ordered hornets are murdering people. Okay, so so the rape crickets would rape people. Would okay. we be Got afraid it. of them any other way? No, well, no. <laughs> I mean, are you really concerned they with like another, are crickets uh, like <laughs> a big concern of yours? Yeah. Do you well, like get upset when the cicadas are coming out? <laughs> If they're raping other crickets, we I don't care. That cricket you know? did not give. Oh, consent. so it's okay. So so cricket on cricket cricket rape is completely fine for Steve. It's fine with me. <laughs> if a cricket, cricket on like dog rape, dog. I don't care. Just as long as it ain't. Just as long Those as it ain't crickets cricket are raped people, by right? another cricket that they already knew. Actually, yeah, I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure rape is standard in the animal can, kingdom. I'm. I'm just saying, like outside of human beings, like I'm. I'm pretty sure. Like it's there's not a lot of consent that goes on. <clears throat> I just, I mean, if you've ever seen like cats go at it, like that does not seem like it's a consensual All I know thing. Is if you apply the same consent in the animal kingdom to humans, it doesn't work out too well. <laughs> <laughs> well, you stood there. That's a yes. Anywho, on that note, I'm gonna wrap this show up. Chris, thanks for coming on. Hey, Dana, I, thanks for having me. It's fun. Yeah, I, learned a Wait, lot. I gotta ask. A, I gotta ask a question. Is that uh, a fucking lobster on your hat? No, it's a it's a Goku silhouette. I don't know what that is. That's hair. Oh, Steve. Okay. Oh, Steve. See, we we have him on just because he doesn't get anything hmm. at all. Nothing. Period. Uh, this has been the 14th slip episode 130 whatever if you like this shit hit the little thumbs up button if you don't hit the little thumbs down button leave a comment subscribe check out matt knapp over at bigfoot crossroads youtube.com forward slash bigfoot crossroads encrypted tales check us out over at anchor.fm forward slash the 14th slip 
uh, as has been going on during this time, the videos on YouTube take forever to process. <clears throat> so the show won't be up until tomorrow. Um, check out good old Phil polling over at youtube.com forward slash pair breakdown. Uh, our artist dread fun. Uh, if you've got any work you'd like done, hit up Fred, uh, youtube.com forward slash dread fun and dreadfun.com. Yes. That image behind Steve was done by the great Fred Dunn and check out Chris. Chris Stanley and Bronx Johnny over at gasdigitalnetwork.com. They are high society radio. You shorten the link. You get that on YouTube and iTunes too, wherever you get your podcast. Yeah. High society radio. Check it out. Also, I'm selling a couple of, um, we have left. Uh, if you go to my Twitter, it's at Chris from B K L Y N. Uh, I'm I only have a couple left, but I'm selling. So if just tweet me and I'll see it, tell you if I have any left, uh, copies of my first comic snake, Dick legend of the Manaconda, coming with a limited edition Ooh. print. 15 bucks and 100% of the proceeds go to help comic shops that are shut down because of the coronavirus. Oh, nice. Shoot me that link and I'll, uh, after the show, and I will, uh, I'll uh, post it on uh, my like page because I've got oh, like nice. a, the like page is much huger than the show. Hmm. <laughs> By a bazillion. By a lot. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, and uh, definitely go over and check out uh, Chris and the guys over at High Society Radio and the other shows on Gas Digital Network. Uh, they are a bunch of funny motherfuckers. Uh, Chris, it was fun having you on. Sorry, I fanned out a bit. I know I did. It happened. early on. It happens. I did. It, I did it with Johnny at first. Uh, I want to come back on with Johnny once he's got once he got the time. Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, and uh, we will see you guys next week with another show. Until then, 